Hey, hey, this is Joe from the Spotted Joe Show. I am interviewing an awesome guy. I go to his class three times a week, fitness expert. He created and pioneered the use of a steel mace. He was the original Onnit steel mace coach. He is a Viking. He is a ninja. He's the founder of Viking Ninja. He is Isik Meland. In our conversation, we go over fitness, we go over motivation, we go over steel mace and how steel mace works. There's also a version of this on YouTube. Check it out. It's going to be in the, sh- in the link. Um, it might not be up yet because it's coming out after the audio, um, but check out the description on whatever platform you're using. It will be on there at some point. Fascinating guy, one of the most passionate guys I know, hilarious. We go into that. We also go into some uh, controversial subjects, talks, talking about uh, trans people using the bathroom, hearing a uh, perspective you don't usually hear from a father and his concerns about that. Kind of go on a tangent there. It was interesting. It was fun. It was controversial. So you'll get a kick out of that. It's probably about um, two-thirds of the way in. And... Um, if you want motivation, this guy will help you out. There's also a link in the description to um, the Steel Maces. I actually ordered one, a 15-pounder. If you are super new to Steel Mace, um, I would say get a 10-pounder. Uh, sign up for TacFit. He does live. Sometimes when I'm in his class, he'll um, put on live uh, video so people in the TacFit program can also benefit from the workout. You might see me, actually. But uh, without further ado, enjoy the fuck out of this and subscribe if you like it. Cheers. Cool. You know the clapper things, right? That's why they do that, so they can sync up the audio with the The, the, the clap? Yeah, clack. Yeah, but if you don't have one of those, you just clap your hands. Oh, didn't know that. Cool. So I actually got you, um, mm-hmm. I made you a little something as a thank you for coming over. Okay. You, it's this thing from oh, the it's a, YouTube uh, video. Um, a what now? It's a, it's a journal. Oh, a journal. Yeah, I don't, do you journal or sketch? Oh, all the time. Awesome. I'll sign it for you. Be like, thanks. Be sick. And then it's the 29th. Yep. Cool. Nice. This is a thank you. That sick. is a Vintage Life magazine cover. Just ads from a Vintage Life magazine. And then, um, yeah, that's the paper that's right there. Like, it's all 100% from scratch. And then that, that brown stuff on top of it is what's inside the cover. So... Yeah. Interesting. I make these myself. But this is not about me. This is about you. Cadillac. And I was—I actually didn't know that you were the original on it steel mace guy until I, I read that on your um, Instagram yesterday. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's this history there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm curious about what that was like. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. Uh, I was called from Norway. I was Norway. Norway at the time. My wife uh, was pregnant. And, wow. Um, I was living in California, but going to Norway was pretty much the next step because, mm. uh, you know, the people I worked with at the gym were just kind of moving different directions. So I went to Norway with my wife to figure mm-hmm. out stuff there, and then I got this call, and they're saying, hey, we would like for you to come down and be part of on it. So, I mean, you have the opportunity. You want to figure out if it's the right one for your family. So, I, yeah. you know... Hey, you want to move back to America? My wife's like, ah, you know. So, <laughs> we just uh, uprooted everything. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? So I had explained, and I agreed. So I flew back to California, moved all my stuff. Okay. Yeah. This was like all my stuff to to Texas. 
and I'm driving. I get there after mm-hmm. two days, and then uh, I'm like really awkward because I'm like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> What's <laughs> up? Wait? I came from Norway to California here, yeah. and now what? Yeah. And um, they didn't know what they were doing because they were uh, beginning as well. Yeah. So that was a... Broken in the market. Right? Yeah, to me, I was like, oh, we're starting now. Okay. That's... <laughs> so <clears throat> they gave me... You're this... in on the ground floor. Pretty much. You know, it was just like a warehouse. Yeah. Same and... one that it is... it's at now? or Yes. Okay. And it was just a warehouse before it wasn't decorated. Or anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a nice place. But uh, they gave me this thing called a mace. What I played are around. I, play, I played around with it before... But they're like, do something with this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do what? <laughs> you know, I, I'm guessing what to do with this and, you know, back at home. And I don't know. So. Wait, so they made the mace up? They didn't make the mace up. Mace has been around for thousands of years. Yeah. You know, like, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a very historical piece. But as far as the length of mm-hmm. the mace and, you know, it's very versatile. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you're able to do things with it. Mm-hmm. That, Maybe longer maces you can't because it might hit the ground so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with this one, um, I started to play around with it. Mm-hmm. Then I started to get into a groove. But then I found out that groove was just all ego, mm-hmm. and I hurt myself. Oh, so no. I started, yeah, I started hurting myself, and I told myself, there's no longevity system to this mm-hmm. uh, because I'm starting to get injured already. Ah. So I said, okay, let me do the counter methods, and the counter methods worked. What, what do you mean by counter methods? So countering the weight with activation that's okay. ready to go. Yeah, but it's yeah, always yeah. like countering weight, moving each side, rather than just say, all right, I'm going to engage. You have to do that every rep mm-hmm. on each side, which makes you uh, figure out the subtle movements that mean so much. Because yeah. it could be so subtle and so dangerous uh, to the spine. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I started to get deeper into it. I started getting addicted because of the, the way the muscles lined up through the biomechanics, um, the way the joints felt more released than compressed, the way that my body uh, felt more open than uh, com- com- compact. Mm-hmm. So, meaning I'm not trapped anymore in my body. So I felt like, wow, I can register open range and mm-hmm. still carry strength. Um, like I, the battle lunges, like you're, you're like... Your, your, your bottom half of your body is staying stable, but the top half is going like from this side to that right. side. Right. You're, you're literally, literally like isolating areas on purpose mm-hmm. to make another movement happen that much complex. Yeah. <laughs> so, but at the same time, it's still like super opening and super dynamic. And there's right. a lot of like, the one, what's one thing I like about Steel Mace is that, because um, I, I, I mean, your listeners probably don't know, I, I take your class um, like three times a week. Right. And... Um, and it's like, so you have a resistance and you're doing like these crazy movements. Um, if you're cool with it, I'll put like B-roll in this. If you're, you know, just take it from Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and then it's like you're using all your stability muscles because you're taking this weight and like bringing it across your body or like bringing it to the ground. And you're moving this weight like across your core while your core is not moving. So you have to right. use all your stability muscles. Right. And then you have a passive active grip. Mm-hmm. So one is a passive where there's nothing uh, engaged because mm-hmm. there's no weight. But you have to find engagement yeah. naturally. Whereas the opposite side is active, which mm-hmm. means you don't really need to engage. It's already engaged because it's turning that on. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're firing off a passive, active, active, passive, mm-hmm. a pull, a press, a pull, a press. I love the battle lunges. They're yeah, the battle lunges are the best. And the 360 because you look like a badass. Yeah. 
you know, and, and these things, these movements, they very much speak to uh, these uh, restricted areas we mm-hmm. hold in our bodies. And it doesn't mean, oh, we're restricted to move. It's more restricted in our integration. Mm-hmm. If we don't allow integration, we're not mm-hmm. digging deep enough for the movement we want. Yeah. And the, and the strength that we're trying to integrate. Mm-hmm. So uh, having a different method than just, just swinging around. <laughs> I could just, just swing. It yeah, I could just swing it around and be like, "Okay, I'm swinging around. My <laughs> grip's going out. I don't know what else to do." But if you find the integration and understand the integration, things start to make sense in the body. Mm-hmm. The swing doesn't become a swing anymore. Mm-hmm. The swing becomes a challenging thing, taking you off your structure, but you're resistant to it. Yeah, like like with the 360s, I, I noticed that when. Like, if I'm going like this, then my body wants to go like Shift, this. right. And then I'm moving it here. And so if I don't keep my core tight, I'm going like, whoa. Right. Things start to be very unstable. Uh, the body will compensate to make the movement happen. But when you look yourself in the mirror, you're like, whoa, that does not look good. Yeah. But when you stay very grounded, and people don't think you don't use your legs with the Steel Mace 360. You do. Uh, matter of fact, you have to use a lot of stable leg drive. You know, have your feet heavy, have your core set, act like you're swinging in a very low building where the ceiling's this high, even though mm-hmm. the mace is here. But you're still like acting as if you're trying to stay very compact and using space management uh, the most effective way, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, I do believe that steel mace is very, very new, even though it's historically been known, mm-hmm. but it's very new in the fitness industry mm-hmm. because there is martial arts aspects to it. I wouldn't call it martial arts. I would say there's aspects of it because of what it can do for the body, mm-hmm. uh, what it can do for the mind with cerebral training. What it yeah, can I do- saw something on your Instagram where you were doing, you were like mixing like a side uh, squat with a battle lunge and then like Right, it was like three things you were doing in a row, and it was pretty intense. Yeah, just like uh, three mind. three things here, three things there, three things here, three things there. It's just mirroring each side, finding symmetry. Because yeah. if you cut us in half, <clears throat> the left side doesn't know the right side. Mm-hmm. It really don't. Because if you ask your left hand to write your signature, no. you can't do it. Yeah, but your right side's like, I got this all day. Yeah. So like we have to invite this left side connected to our right side and mm-hmm. create that symmetry because we were so prone to doing everything with our best side. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever said, hey, can you lift that heavy kettlebell? Sure. They go to their best side. Yeah. I usually say, yeah, I think I can. And I'll go to my worst side. And now <laughs> my worst side starting to become my best side. Yeah, yeah. I don't have compensation here. I have it here. So this tires out more, my best side. This mm-hmm. is brand new, ready to go. So it's mm-hmm. like... I have nothing that's fatiguing as much as my right. So it's mm. very weird, the biomechanics and the body and the cross chains. and mm-hmm. um, You start to learn all that with the mace. And literally, you learn it by integration. And, and when you find that integration, it becomes education. Mm. Literally. Yeah. Interesting. You find the integration, it becomes education. Yeah, for yourself. That's like a, yeah. a, 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 an Instagram quote. <laughs> <laughs> Haiku. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you like that uh, the sticker? I love the sticker. Looks nice. That's the Viking Ninja logo, which I'm actually curious about. Um, I went to Squatch two days, not yesterday, the day before, because every time I don't go to uh, Viking Ninja, I go to Squatch or mm-hmm. like, not on the weekend. But um, Aaron was the was the guy who actually. Uh, well, he didn't suggest that you go on, but like I was inspired. I was in the conversation with him because they're they're building a um, a podcast studio. Oh. And I'm like, shout out to Squatch Fitness. Uh, check it out if you're in Austin. Um, 
And I was like, well, because he, I, I told him that, because he was like, oh, here's steel maces. And I'm like, oh, yeah, take a, a class. And he's like, with who? I'm like, oh, Isaac. He's like, oh, I know Isaac. He's cool. And so, like, I started doing uh, steel mace there. And then um, we, he talked about the podcast today. I'm like, why the fuck haven't I gotten you on my podcast? <laughs> so, um, so I was talking to him a couple days ago. And um, I was like, yeah, I asked him. And he's like, yeah, cool. What should I ask him? And he's like, oh, we're going to ask him about this. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to know where the idea for the name Viking Ninja came from. Because that's a cool fucking name. If I was to think about the perfect name for a fitness company that was badass, but also kind of unique, not just like, oh, it's Gorilla Fitness. It's like, that's yeah. stupid. But uh, Viking Ninja's cool as fuck. Where'd that come from? <laughs> um, it, well, so <clears throat> when I worked in on it, I had a nickname, and they called me Viking Ninja. Just yeah. because... Uh, you're from Norway, or you? Well, you were in Norway. I'm Norwegian, and I'm yeah. and I'm Asian, so Korean. But oh. um, I'm putting it together, okay. and it just became this nickname. But I made it a system because um, I didn't think that name just belonged to me. I think it belongs to everyone that integrates the same way with mm-hmm. this training. And so when I went forward, because I'm with Jewish, it, I'm Eastern European Jewish. None, none of the Viking or ninja. <laughs> but, I mean, you could always excel to that, yeah. you know. But, I mean, what, what it really means is Viking, mm-hmm. steel mace, mm-hmm. ninja, body weight. And, mm. and with Viking Ninja, the training system, it's actually that, you know. It's the mm-hmm. steel mace and the body weight components that work well together. They're perfect combinations. And this is the best training you're ever going to get. Um, the, the concept to Viking Ninja also is to be the element that's not even real. Hmm. Vi- There's no Viking ninja. Yeah. But you can be a Viking ninja and create that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that is the, the format. You know, mm-hmm. you can say, to be a Viking ninja, I got to train with the mace Viking. Mm-hmm. I got to train with the body weight ninja. Mm-hmm. And these are just the conditioning components for that. Mm. So, um, and then when you talk about the logo, like mm-hmm. you said, this logo here, um, it looks like a V and it looks like an N, mm-hmm. but it looks the same. It's because when we're training with the mace or body oh, weight, shit. we have to mirror each oh, shit. side. It also looks super runic. Yeah. Like, it looks like it could be rune, like Viking runes. Right. So like my left side looks like my right side. I like that. I like right? that idea. The yeah. symmetry. Yeah. And it's also like, it also kind of looks like you have your arms out like this. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, uh, that's the cool thing about good, because Lexi is a uh, logo doing some stuff for you now, and yeah. I also have done some logos, and I was looking at that logo, and I'm like, it's great. So the best logos are simple as fuck. Like, they can be iconic, but at the same time, they have a lot of meaning. So yes. it's not just meaningless. Right. It's not that... It's not that it's just, oh, it's simple. Like, anyone can draw a circle with, like, a square or whatever. Right. You know? But if there's no meaning behind it, it's not going to stick in your mind. Right. That has a lot of meaning behind it, even though it's almost the simplest shapes you can have. Right. Who, exactly. who developed that for you? Um, I created it for myself. Nice. <laughs> um, I, the reason why I created that was because, you know, um, <clears throat> I wanted to find symmetry, basically. Mm-hmm. I'll just have this, this here while we're talking about it. So yeah. It's, it's so, like, if you think about, like, the angles out there out, mm-hmm. I like things to be wide, wide, open. Yeah. This needs to be wide, but integrated in the center to be still in line. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you're looking at the arrows going down. That means to integrate in 
from integrate in within up mm-hmm. with these arrows going up. So you have the arrows sticking out, arrows yeah. sticking up. Um, you see the V, you see the N, Viking Ninja, mm-hmm. uh, but you also see the the arrows going in up there as well, which means what we're always trying to look for. And people hate when they when I say this mm-hmm. is you got to get down before you get up, man. You know, mm. and so when you train, you can't just be, oh, I'm happy training. You got to find your ugly. Mm-hmm. You got to find your I don't want to be here. So that way at the end, you're that happy person. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way you dig. And and stress management is, is very, very uh, real. Mm-hmm. If you don't use it, then you fall apart. But that's the stress management I'm talking about. Okay. That can help you, uh, you know, protect your mindset. Yeah. Or, uh, I notice every single time I'm done with your class, I mean, if, if it's you or, um, or any of the other instructors, I, I just, I feel like relaxed. And now, like, I think at the beginning, I've always looked forward to your class because I feel like a badass. Nice, Even though if I don't nice. want it, because it's like, it's like, it's like on Mondays, it's like steel mace and then kettlebell and then battle ropes and then body weights, like everything. Mm-hmm. Battle ropes are the things that fucked me up first and I'm sh- intense as fuck. I was like, oh my God, my arms, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and, yeah, and after then, a while, yeah. you just feel like you're, you're ro- your arms are the ropes, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, and then I, I go like, I use my core because it's like, oh my arms. Especially like this Monday, it was... Um, it was uh, battle ropes, and then I think it was like push-ups right after, and then it was, oh, like some, it was, and then it was steel mace, and then it was like, I think, uh, side lunges with mm-hmm. a steel mace, and, um, <laughs> oh no, it was switch, switch squats, mm-hmm. and, um, and my arms were like, and my shoulders were like, what the fuck are you doing to me right now? <laughs> yeah, levels of intensities with this system, so it's not just one way straight line, oh, I know how to train it, it's like, do you know how to train it down here, mm-hmm. here, 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 and here? Yeah. Oh, you feel like shit today? We're mm-hmm. going to train here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't feel like shit today? We'll train up here. Yeah. Oh, you're sore? Yeah, we'll train here. You know, so we have these yeah. scalable uh, systems that actually uh, challenges everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a beginner or if you're a pro. Yeah, yeah. You want to, and just so you know, uh, the perfect weight to start at is a 30-pound steel mace. <laughs> yeah, if you're 10 feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> The, well, I guess the first thing you'd want to do is grab a 10-pound, but usually nowadays I say 10 and 15. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 and 15, I'll tell you why. 10 pounds, uh, you know, people say, oh, well, let me get the 7 because it's smaller. Yeah. Well, with the 10, you could always choke up the grip, mm-hmm. and then it becomes that 7-pound. Yep. Right? Yeah, there's, there, I've never had an issue, like, with the 360s. Now I'm doing it close to the end. I use the weird 12-and-a-half one, which I don't think is, like, on it or, or like, tactful. It's, it's always a, it was a created one, yeah. Created one, yeah. It, it was, like, all well, it's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, like, at first I was doing it in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm, I'm doing it, like, close to the end. But I've never had an issue where I'm putting my hands in the middle and, it, and the end bumped into anything. No, yeah, no. It's, it's, it just tails away. Yeah. So, like, if you're swinging it this way, it's just pretty much lifting over your body mm-hmm. and around your head. Most people get scared. They think, oh, I'm going to hit myself. Yeah, I thought, that, I thought that too. I mean, I hit my shoulder once because I had my hands out here and, like, I turned it towards me and it like glanced off my shoulder, but that was really because my hands were way too far out. Mm-hmm. And actually, I would be going. But if I if my hands are like in the right place, and that was only once, and it, like I've never seen anyone hit themselves. It's crazy. Once you start to groove in the grip, wrist, everything to line yourself with three sixties, all those reps are going to line you in right. Yeah. So it just takes that practice, 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 and then all of a sudden you swing it so differently. Yeah, my posture has gotten so much better. 
I'm not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm like posture shit right now. But no, I'm wrong. When I'm walking around, like I've noticed, especially like the day of your class, like the rest of the day, I'm walking with like super good posture. Like you're just taller. Yeah, but like there's okay. So there's a difference between like there's there's like I'm I'm I have good posture. When you're, but you're like rigid and you're not really moving. You're like you're you know, just like yeah. yeah. That's, that's no good either. But like there's there's a way you can have good posture where everything's in balance and you're still loose. But your core is tight, but it's also moving with you. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I'm thinking about now. Just as, like, I guess, like an abstract concept in life is, like, um, a fucking lo- there's a Bill Nye thing I watched a long fucking time ago. I think it was in fucking, like, 10th grade or so. I don't know. It was in science class. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was, um, he was showing how bones aren't just hard. And he did this thing where you put them in the oven. So there's, there's a protein component to bones mm-hmm. and there's a, a mineral component to bones. So he put them in the oven to like char away the protein component and it became this like charred bone where it was just, just the mineral component. So the protein component was like burnt away and it was just the mineral component and he like snapped it with his hands. And then he put it in this polymer thing, this um, something, some kind of liquid for like a few days that dissolved all the minerals out and just left the protein component and it was like a rubbery like dildo or something. It was really fucking like flexible. And I didn't even realize that there was a flexible component to bones because yeah. who thinks about that unless you're in fitness or like, or like physical rehab or you're a doctor. You don't think about, oh yeah, protein, um, like bones also have this like flexible rubbery thing inside them. Yeah, they have to absorb, you know, like if I'm putting kettlebell here, this has to absorb. It's got to give. Like, you ever see, mm. like, a Golden Gate Bridge? Like, yeah. if an earthquake happens, it'll kind of swing like this. Yeah, yeah. And then people are like, oh, it's going to break. It's like, no, that's what Designed. it's meant to do. Yeah. yeah. If it doesn't do it's, that, it'll break. That's right. If it's too tight, rigid, just like you said, the middle, mm. it'll break. But mm. since it's got buoyancy mm. from protein and, and, and uh, all the things that, that gives it nutrients mm-hmm. from the bone... The marrow, bone marrow is a crucial part. Oh, yeah. If that... If Makes that, all your red blood cells in there. Absolutely. If that goes to shit, you're, you're pretty much not looking <laughs> good. You know? Yeah. So we're, we're looking for, for ways to um, get the body to pump, to pulse, to, to get these, the blood, like you said, the mm-hmm. blood to, to move uh, through all these muscles, muscle groups and not get stuck through areas that are mm-hmm. too restricted, right? Like... People with low back problems, they mm. can't get their hip forward all the way, which means you're not going to have access to good circulation in the mm-hmm. front line yeah. of your body. I so, love the, the spinal rocks are amazing for yes. my lower back. Oh my God, I love those. Those are the best. And you know, the spinal rock, you're actually, there's a nervous system in the back, which is on your erectors. Mm-hmm. So if you work in that, then it's telling you, ah, oh, I'm relaxed, yeah. is what it's telling your back. Yeah. So, By the way, you can thing. have, some, I don't want to eat in front of you. You can have the, some if you want. No, it's all good, man. More. It's all good. Tiny little bowl for you, brother. Yeah. I, um, I'm counting my calories and just, like, I put a lot of fat in here, which is great, but it's also, um, like, this, this bowl up to here is, like, 300 calories. Good, man. Yeah, so I'm... You I'm want that kind of calories too. rather than the other calories that are hard to digest, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, a candy bar. Dude, no sugars are heavy. <laughs> sugars get heavy. Yeah. I know. It's ice horrible cr- for your body, too. Right. Ice cream... In your mind. Ice cream, I, I can see people... Working that off, mm-hmm. um, but candy and no, no. Just... So when I was training for my half, I, I did a half last year, and actually re- recently did. Ten, it's funny, I um, dropped a tab of acid allegedly, 
and um, I was going to do two miles. And then I got out there, and I'm like, I can do everything. I'll do a marathon. And I didn't. I haven't been training. I didn't bring electrolytes. And so I like at ten miles because I went around the lake. Mm-hmm. Went from here. The the high the the highway one. You know, on the over the lake highway one, I did that loop. So I went all the way to highway one and across. Ran from here to the lake, crossed highway one and around. And when I almost got back, I was on the other side of Pleasant Valley. And I was mm. like. I literally like just like okay, I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> yeah, after your body just taxed. You know, yeah, because I didn't have any electrolytes and I haven't been training. But um, I did a half marathon last year when I was training for it. Um, beforehand, I'd like eat a uh, Butterfinger, mm-hmm. but I, I was burning twice the amount of calories. So like that was that like you can have a Butterfinger if it's like ten minutes before anything over 10 miles or anything over like maybe five or eight miles because you're going to be burning double that and that will be great for your body because you're not going to tax your glycogen it's, as it's much. It's fuel. It's now yeah, fuel. For endurance. But right. if you're doing anything less than five miles, don't think about it. Yeah. The, the thing is, if I'm eating sugars or if I'm eating whatever, um, I have to have high intensity training. Mm-hmm. If you don't have yeah. that, you're not creating the heat from the core center out into your body uh, or in your body. Um, that that really makes you sweat, mm-hmm. you know. Like you sweat because your body's getting hot yeah. from the core, and I think, you know, with that, a lot of times people get um, they get okay. So for instance, they get a little confused. They think if they sweat, they're burning off calories to an extent. <clears throat> so compared to a man working out endurance training. Mm-hmm. To a man sitting in the sauna, <laughs> that's a different sweat. Yeah, you're not sweating the. the also, the heat's not coming from inside. It's you. coming, it's coming from, from outside, outside right? So it's just pulling surface stuff out. Mm-hmm. You still got sugars in your body. When you burn it up from within, like a furnace, mm-hmm. you're literally using it as a fuel. Now, if you see a furnace and you throw anything in there, it just burns it. It goes away. It just, it's not there anymore. It just burns it. Yeah. yeah so. You, you got, you As got opposed to, to putting like a big hunk of chocolate in the oven, the chocolate's still there. But it's right. just going to be a little melty on the outside. Correct. Think about an oven at 475 degrees mm-hmm. and you put it in there for 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're burning all that sugar. Yeah. Think about a microwave. Candy bar in there, one minute, beep, still there all melted. You're yeah. just like, it's still there. It's not even. That's, that's what It doesn't that even is. look good anymore. Right, right. So that's your uh, fake fitness and i'm yeah. not saying trainers or, or gyms i'm saying the person who's doing fitness who thinks that way who just goes into a sauna and doesn't work out like sauna is great right. for you but it's not it, sh- it should be like an afterthought correct it's and better to have, exercise and not then, sauna. then you'll have some people too extreme mm-hmm. they'll work out excessively and they go hit the sauna yep you're gonna get dehydration level up the ass like laird like, hamilton going in and working out in the sauna at 220 degrees oh yeah with his like, oven mitts <laughs> it's like but then now no, that, no offense, that becomes I, I love your stuff yeah, but that becomes dangerous now. yeah because if that's a routine you do all the time you're hurting your body you're damaging your body too mm. much heat your body can only take so much heat for so long especially if you're creating the heat mm-hmm because if it goes too long, now you're creating inflammation. Mm-hmm. And the yep. body uh, has airbags everywhere with the lymph nodes. <laughs> oh, you know? that's an interesting way to think about it. Oh, it's trying that's to protect That's kind of what you. it is, yeah. So like when you get lymph nodes here and you're like, oh, I'm so swollen here and you're trying to massage it, you're doing no service to yourself. Yeah. Without that, you're jammed. Just like if you get yeah. punched in the eye or your nose and, you're, and, you're, and you, your nose broke and your eye swelled up mm-hmm. because you blew out of your nose and it swelled up and you try to pull your eye out, don't do it. That's an airbag to keep it mm-hmm. very safe. 
That just means it's vulnerable right now. Yeah. So our body has these these preventatives, these defense mechanisms, these uh, airbags, I like to say. That's bags. a really cool way to think about it because yeah. it, it does puff up like an airbag. And it saves you. Like I, I have had... Um, so um, I was in the 10th Planet Open, and um, I, got my, I got my arm armbar. And um, the next couple days, it, was, it hurt really bad. Like, I was, I was reading in bed, and I couldn't even, like, lean on this arm to hold my book. I had to lean on this arm and have this yeah. arm kind of, like, out. Uh, which was good, because that means I didn't panic tap. So that was good. But, like, I could tell, like, it was hurting, and it was, like, the, the, it was restricted. Mm-hmm. And it it's did, because it there's little airbags in there, because it doesn't want, because it right. needs to heal. It needs, like, the ligaments might have been stretched. It needs to, like, bring those in a little bit. Yeah. It needs to, like, line everything a little bit. Because after a while, like, the next couple of days, because I was doing Viking Ninja on it when it felt good, um, and they were, like, clicking all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's because my, I think my body was, like, moving everything back into place. Because right. everything was a little out if of alignment. If you destabilize the, the, the tissues that are inflamed mm-hmm. for a reason, yeah. then you're taking yourself out of that that protective mm-hmm. mode because yeah. chances are you're going to start to to feel something else go to shit mm-hmm. but like for instance if i bang my joint and it gets swollen here and i can only move like this it's telling me well that's the only range you got yeah if you go well, we fixed the out of it stuff, yeah, if you yeah. go out of it you're, you're you're going way past the uh protective zone mm-hmm. and um that's why i always leave my shit alone yeah and once the bag airbag goes away yeah then you start to exercise the joint yeah and then you get that motor skill working again yeah right now it's like a little bit sore but i've been working out on it and it's fine it's just like a little bit residual i think yeah i think joints take a while for yeah. the pain to go away just because it's literally trying to fix itself from being hyperextended or too too much torque or or the muscles that were like holding on real tight have to actually uh Restore its um, yeah the muscles so that way it can just relax into the joint. It's like if you hyperextend something like a rubber band. If you if you stretch it enough that it's not going to break, but it's going to be permanently stretched a little bit. Right. Well, that, but your when, body can actually bring that together. A rubber band can't. Cause right. A rubber band. Or yeah, you stretch it out so much and keep it long that when you let it go, the elasticity doesn't go back. Yeah. So I usually tell people with the rubber band effect, like you say, is to always start with with zero slack, which mm-hmm. means there's a little there's like no slack drooping with your with your muscles and activations yep. to let it pull pull pull, pull rather than pow, yeah. pow, snap yeah so it's got to be a good pulse like push-ups like pull yeah i met a guy oh. like his bite sorry his bicep was like here and it was like boop and apparently what happened was he was doing some kind of work he was carrying something and he heard this sound like a shock and like and it was bicep ball. Yeah, it, bi- it like it like disconnected from his shoulder or something. And I'm like, wait, you can still use your arm? He's like, yeah, I just can't lift with it. I'm like, it's like you can't weird. fuck with your bicep like no, that. No, no. I'm like, like imagine how much tension it had to have for it to sound like a shotgun. I mean, it's right next to his ear and it's like vibrating through his bones to him, of course. But that's a loud fucking sound for it to like, you know, snap like that. There's a lot of tension in your in your muscles. And a lot of times people don't realize that those inflatable muscles like the bicep, you know, um, your cat your gastrocap, <laughs> those are those are things that are very... One girl that I was seeing told me I needed to make an Instagram for my calves. You probably should. I did. Oh, good. I, I, but I lost the fucking login. I'm so mad. <laughs> those Sorry, are the mu- a little bit. I'll those show are muscles. You guys. Those are the muscles you want to protect because mm. once they activate, they're strong. Once they deactivate with too much load on it and they mm. give up, they start to get really vulnerable. Yeah. That's because I run a lot. That's because mm. I, like, I do half. Mar- I want to do a fucking marathon, but I have to train for that. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Half marathons was how many miles? That's 13, 13 miles. Yeah. One, yeah. yeah was that crazy. was great. Like I was really, I, I ran the whole time. I didn't walk any of it. And I was so amazed and I was really happy with myself because like once I heard, so I was, I was, I knew I was near the end because I had my watch telling me how long I've been running and it was a trail because of my, I don't, I don't like to run on concrete because I like my knees. And so my friend and I run on a trail. It's also great for your ankles because your ankles get a lot of stability and it kind of moves around like that. It's not like flat. It's like, you, you know, you don't really know what's going to happen. You get a lot of strength in your ligaments there. And I saw this guy just standing. I'm like, that guy doesn't look like he's running. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's probably a spectator. We're probably right next to the end. So I fucking sprint for the last tenth of a mile. And mm-hmm. I've been already running for like 13, exactly 13 miles. And I'm sprinting for the last tenth. I'm like, I didn't even know I had that in me. It was Sometimes pretty amazing. you get that second spurt of energy kick in, yeah. you know? Out of nowhere it comes in. And sometimes excitement reminds you why, you did, why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Sometimes excitement says "fuck off" to the pain. Yeah, uh, turns off the nervous system, and sometimes excitement really has this belief system kick in. Mm-hmm. You're just like, "Oh, I'm almost there. I'm getting this shit." You know, no matter yeah. where you're at. There's the uh, neurologist. He's on the Rogan uh, Joe Rogan podcast. He's also on another one. Um, my friend sent it to me. It was like a, a this guy. So I think Rogan went more into like the story, like like who he was, um, and kind of just went off on tangents. But this guy. This other interview with him went directly into the science, which is really cool. And he was talking about um, how, um, I forgot his fucking name, but he was talking about how you, your, your endurance is not so much your mind or your body, it's norepinephrine. And you have, only, you have a limit of how much norepinephrine, which is adrenaline, how much adrenaline you can take. And if it hits a certain point, your body gives out. And they've, they've done studies to figure out, it's really, there's not much else that goes into it except for your stress level, your norepinephrine. Right. And when you crack a joke in the middle of a hard workout or in the middle of something stressful, you, your dopamine rises and your norepinephrine goes down. Mm-hmm. And so your limit stays the same, but like your levels go down even though you've been running for a long time. So I think a lot of it is like I'm right near the end and I'm, oh my God, there's the end. Dopamine goes up, norepinephrine goes down. I have a lot more push to go. Yeah, it's you know, it, it's that's the truth right there. Because uh, people think the nervous system spikes up and then it goes down. It's uh, it, it, it's like it's like alpine. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the how the the alpine player, all these frequencies go up and down. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. If we're too spiked up, then endurance gets shot. Yeah, and bicep blows up. Right? Yeah, but when you have that's that. Really- that's me like pushing yourself way too hard. Like right. you've never trained for a marathon. Like me, I, I, I mean, I alleged, allegedly took a tab of acid and was like, fuck, I can do anything. Mm. But uh, my body was like, nope, <laughs> because I haven't been training. Right. So that was like, okay, well, I'm, my norepinephrine is like way up the fuck here because you haven't like done the training to like be able to regulate your mind to go that long. Right. And, and so like your body is like, fuck you. Yeah, it's just like, uh, well, shit, go back but to, I, yeah. like, say, like, that Alpine thing I was talking about. Yeah. What is Alpine? What do you, what Alpine's is like a, like a, so if you have, like, a radio, yeah. and you see all the frequency goes up because okay. of the volume. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just playing, da, 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 I've da, seen da, that, da, yeah. Da, da, right? But then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, fuck. You know, you're, you're steady with this volume. You're like, oh, man, I like this part in the song. You turn it up. Mm-hmm. That's that part when you're like, oh, I'm almost there. I'm turning it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you turn it up to the part where that song ends and you're done with that. You're like, all right, you turn it back down because it's the yep. next song. That's what that is. It's up and down and you regulate it. You, put, you give what it's you a, need. It's a conscious thing that controls the body in that way. People don't understand that. 
you got to be artful with your mindset when you train. Mm-hmm. Because if you're boring, straight, rigid, serious, you're going to hate life. Yeah. You're not getting ready for it. You're just saying, oh, everybody sucks. You know, you're training yeah. yourself that way. If you're saying, ah, 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 and you're starting to get all like, you know, tired and, and, mm-hmm. and discombobulated, you stop for a second, take a break and go, think about a song you had. We are the champions, <laughs> yeah. my friend. And then all of a sudden, you're, you're a different element. Yep, yep. But the person next to you that, that's working out still going, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. You keep saying that, you, you're going to lose yeah. uh, not just the integrity, you're going to lose your training. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you have someone having fun with the training but yet still keeping the seriousness to it, they stay intact and they get the maximum results they're mm-hmm. looking for. For sure. Yeah. That's one thing I notice when I'm uh, working out with you in particular. Um, other, like Lexi does a little bit, Colton does a little bit. But you do it a lot when you when we're working out. You'll you'll like switch between oh it's gonna get hard it's gonna get hard and like amping us up and then you'll be like oh you know you're, you're good you can you can relax you know just do it at your own pace but make sure you're activated and you're like I, I can tell you're kind of like mediating like the good and the bad to right. keep us going up and down like that right and being flexible rather than just staying stagnant on one type of level yeah where it's like i'm at this level he said to go higher i'm at higher oh man i can't do it no oh he yeah. said to go at my my pace now and now you're just like alpine yeah <laughs> yeah I like the volume here. Now yeah. I like it here. Now I like it there. Ooh, turn it up higher. I like yeah. that. Stuff like that. My, uh, my, 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 my go-to workout song, now, I have a fucking Spotify playlist, but my favorite song to listen to now is um, Legend by The Score. Nice. I fucking love it. That's a good one. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I forgot how it goes, but it's really You love good. it, but you forgot how it goes. Yeah, I just listen to it. Actually, I'm, I'm kinda, it's kind of nice because my watch now streams from Spotify. There's like a, a beta thing. It's like, oh, do you want to try the beta testing like from your watch? Because like, I, I love leaving my phone at home and going for a run. Yeah. And um, when I'm at the gym, I could have my AirPods in and like have my phone like in that corner of the gym and be working out over there. If it's close to you, you're going to look at it. Yeah, I don't want that. No. I, I don't like it in my mind. I actually, if you see on my phone, on my phone, on my door, I have this little thing I printed out saying, um, am I being my phone's bitch today? I was looking at that. Yeah. I kind of didn't really get it until now. Yeah. So, yeah. Because if, if, if I'm being my phone's bitch, then my phone it's is, is working me, but it's a tool for me. I have right. to be, I have to use it as a tool. I have to be in control of it. Like, I'm not going to like, a hammer's not in control of me. No. I use the hammer to get something done. Right. But... Your phone can kind of control you. Your phone can kind of manipulate you because these are these algorithms that want to get your attention. And the way that it works is kind of like, I actually have another thing over there. Um, it's it's like, crazy how AI... helps me remind me too. AI has gotten so crazy nowadays. Yeah. Like it's hearing us now. Yeah. And it's going to say, when he turns that phone on, he says something about baseball. Yeah. So we're going to talk about baseball bad on sale. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I want that. Yeah. I'm good. For sure. Yeah. yeah so it's... It's just crazy. How many tack fit ads do you think I'm going to get after this? <laughs> Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Well, that's, that's fine, though, because your <laughs> stuff's good. <laughs> but, awesome. Um, yeah. Um, is there anything you want to shout out? or um... Shout out. Yeah, shout out to 10th Planet, Austin, uh, Round Rock, Dallas, shit, San Antonio. Um, but screw all the California ones. I mean... <laughs> I, I love all 10 planets. Just fucking uh, with you guys. I, I mean, regardless of where you're from, I mean, um, I do, I do uh, feel sorry for those in California, though. The state's kind of, yeah. kind of raped. But as far bit. as like what we can 
you know, accomplish uh, together, it's awesome because the fitness aspect's coming with mm-hmm. the 10th Planet and ATX uh, Austin, Texas is pioneering that. So, shout out to all the 10th Planet. You used to be um, part of, on, you were part of On It at, at one point. Yes, part of yeah. On It. Primarily, though, I wasn't, I didn't learn anything from On It. I was the person teaching people at On It. Mm-hmm. But sure. what, the, the system that taught me everything was TACFIT. Mm-hmm. My uh, master coach, who's the grandmaster now, is Scott Sonnen. Mm-hmm. Which I learned all my things from, especially uh, t- uh, the Viking Ninja has inherited its system from TACFIT. Mm. So, you know, being part of TACFIT with my system, it's very, mm. very honorable. Another shout out goes to uh, my team, Viking Ninja, uh, which is with uh, Furry. Aaron Furry. Uh, Lexi, mm. um, you got Corey, Matt McCusker. Oh, I feel so shitty. I got his name Ruben, wrong earlier. Ruben I'm Mendes. so sorry, Corey. See, every, uh, I, it's, it's, it's not personal because I get Cody's name. I, I literally called Cody fucking Kyle the other day. You know, I there's feel time, so bad. There's all similar names. There's so Corey, sorry, Cody. <laughs> Colton, Colton, Kyle. Colt, Kyle, yeah. It's yeah, it's, I'm sorry, folks. It's so not good. personal. Either, I get Daniel and David mixed up even for my fucking cousins. Like, yeah. it's, not, it's not personal. It can, it can get there. But, yeah. <laughs> but the last shout-out, um, whole Austin, Texas. Look, Austin, Texas, let's clean this fucking city up, man. I yep. mean, a lot of stuff is happening, and we're just letting it roll by, and, and all we're doing is arguing with each other about what's right and what's wrong. How about we just say, hey, Look at what's happening with the homeless people. Mm-hmm. One, you like it because they're free? Great. Two, it's a problem on the streets. Mm-hmm. So find a solution for them in a place where they can have some kind of mental counseling. Mm-hmm. Because those are out, those that are out on the streets, I've seen a woman come out of her tent with her kids. Jesus I can't, I can't stand that. Yeah, that's crazy. And when I have somebody tell me, no, that's their right. Or not right. That's what they can do. They, they That's all right. She's okay. Don't speak for them. Mm-hmm. They're hurting. They yeah. probably lost their job because of this whole thing. That's a, that's a good thing to say because yeah. who says that they're happy? They probably don't want to be They don't there. want that. Yeah, like I, I've been homeless for two days. It's um, not I, fun. It's not fun. It's not. I was and a, you could literally go down the hole. Yeah. I, I got, actually, it was for the grace of friends, and uh, I was actually traveling. I was in Colombia, which mm-hmm. is not a fun place to be homeless. No. <laughs> it's pretty dangerous, actually. That's a story in and of itself. Um, I'll probably tell in the podcast at some point. But when it comes to, um, like, that's another thing about, like, we could go and, like, oh, we're not going to because you have a heart out at, um, at 11. But we could go on another podcast. Like, one of the things I was thinking about last night is, like, all this social justice warrior crap. It's, yeah. like, trans people don't like the actual trend like if actual trend like legit people who like i feel like i'm a woman like i'm gonna i'm gonna like make that decision for myself go ahead but they a lot of them don't feel like social justice warriors speak for them like a lot of them are like you're too crazy for me like i don't i don't like you're saying that all like all these pronouns like i don't give a shit just you know oh it's hard hard to find the words but well it's, it's all good like so you're saying all the trannies yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time with this because I like people to be who they want. Yeah. But when you start to put, I have the right to do this yeah. over a person who has the, has the right as well, mm-hmm. you have no more right than the next person. Exactly. You, you have a right in, over yourself, right. not the not I, person I, next I, to you. And I always tell people this. If you have a kid, your viewpoints are different than people who have kids. Mm-hmm. That is a major thing. Yeah. Because if my daughter went in the bathroom and that tranny went in there, mm-hmm. oh, hell no. Yeah. 
But if you don't have a daughter and you chose to go in there yourself and a tranny goes in there, oh, who cares? Yeah. So there's a big difference. And, and mm-hmm. people who don't have kids need to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Because the people who do have kids, they have a big responsibility for those kids mm-hmm. to grow up right. And it's not saying that the trannies can do uh, nothing at all. They can't have... It's not, no one said that at all. Mm-hmm. You're just making it weird for people by exercising too much of yeah. what you believe in. Yeah, how many yeah. people do you think... Normalizing it. Yeah, how many people do you think are going to be like... So, like, if the cutoff is, like, identify as a woman, and, like, how many people... How many guys do you think are going to be like, oh, yeah, identify as a woman today. Let me go into the girl's bathroom. The genderizing thing is fucking nuts. It's weird. You got 80... 80... More than 80 gender... Get the fuck out of yeah. here. What are we... What are we, like, Star Trek fucking aliens? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm a Klingon today. The thing is, uh, I heard from a person, and, 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 you know, I'm old school. No offense to all the people who, no, like, No, the thing is, I need, just... to, I, need to, I, I need to understand this, because I don't. Yeah. There's male and female. Mm-hmm. And then the controversial hermaphrodite. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's nothing else. Just because you're a gay man that likes mm-hmm. little girls and wants to have sex with with animals and mm. rather, and be a vegan doesn't make you this gender. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, that's one thing that I, I think <laughs> there is a switch. So um, gender used to be like, okay, what sex are you? Gender and sex used to be the same thing. And then maybe like... But now you only know what you want, right? By sexual preference. So now they're exercising this on kids, eight-year-olds. Mm. Do you want to be a woman, young boy? You could be a woman, yeah. you girl... Hey, like, hey, hey. That's if too early. you need to know what he wants to, he needs to be fucking first. He needs to be yeah. fucking first. Yeah. If he's not fucking anybody. And he shouldn't be fucking an sh- eight years he old. Sh- no. <laughs> he should be a kid. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So. It's a huge fucking question that. Why would you tell these kids to pick at that age? They don't know. As a parent, people need to stone you. Because you're literally destroying a kid yeah. for when they go up in the future to, to spread out that bullshit. Yeah, and there's there's um, there's permanent things you do to your body if you make a decision yeah, like that. Especially if you're like, it. oh, we need to beat the 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 um, the puberty. Well, I mean, you could, but the thing is, if that kid decides that that's not who he is or who she is or whoever the fuck, then they're gonna grow up and they're not gonna they're gonna be infertile. Yeah, you're you're oppressing the kid. Yeah, yeah. you're telling the they kid to be something that the they don't they know. know. Yeah, they yeah. don't know. So. You know, I have a hard time with that just because yeah. I'm a father. Yeah, you know, sure. I'm a father. And I see that and all these people are saying, no, that's fine. They don't mm-hmm. have kids. Yeah. Or if they do have kids, you lost it a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day, the truth to this is when your kids grow up, we'll see what happens. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? For yeah. sure. Um, so I want to bring it back to, uh, to fitness to end it on like a... a, a a fitness no because that's fucking fascinating I'm yeah glad i don't hate there. anybody i just think it's i just like everybody else out there that believes things are sure. stupid I, I agree with <laughs> honestly i agree with you um yeah. but i just i want to end it on like a, a like a fitness note because oh yeah that's, absolutely that's what I, that's what like really inspires me about you is you're fucking passionate you're one of the most passionate people i know which is why i wanted you on here because i like passionate people nice. and um uh i guess um what kind of Fuck, I'm trying to think of a question. <laughs> like, I want to bring it back to passion. Uh, what are some of your other passions? Like, what, what makes you passionate? What makes me passionate is seeing other people dig deep for themselves. Not by muscling through things or egotistical ways, but really, like I said, integrate. Mm-hmm. And when I see that uh, through my coaching, mm-hmm. it makes me happy. 
mm-hmm. seeing people bettering themselves for sophisticated movement skills and mm-hmm. techniques being performed makes me feel like they're actually going to better themselves for the longevity of their mm-hmm. life. And, and to give somebody a longer life, you know, potentially. Yeah. It's priceless. Yeah. Longer life. I mean, my posture is better for doing your class. And also, like, the first time I did your class, first, like, several times, I was sore as fuck. Good. And I'm not, even <laughs> though I'm pushing myself, even though, like, I'm sure I could push myself further. I probably always can. But, like, in the moment, I feel like I can't. Like, I don't know if you saw yesterday, um, I didn't even finish the fucking, push. I did 80 push-ups, right. but at the end, I'm like, I'm going to fucking finish this because I can't, I did, I did the push-ups and I did the, um, battle lunge. uh, yeah, whatever the last thing was, battle I think the last thing was battle lunge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did the, uh, the hundred battle lunges because I'm like, I can't fucking respect myself if I leave here without finishing it. I don't care if it takes me longer, but like, even though I did that and I pushed myself like as hard as it seemed like I could at the time, I don't feel sore today. Because my body's a lot more fucking capable now. Yeah, because you could train another day now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to go to the gym today because I feel fine, which is, means that my body's stretching to fill the, the gap. The void, yes. The void, yeah. Right. Cool shit. Um, so where can people follow you uh, or buy the Steel Maces or um, you watch things? Follow me on Instagram, E-S-I-K-M-E-L-L-A-N-D. It's a long name. Isik or Essek? I know, uh, but... Isik. Yeah. Um, you could go to www.tacfit, T-A-C-F-I-T.com. You'll get club bells, mace, uh, online training, certifications. Mm. All those are offered on there. Um, and soon, Viking Ninja. Uh, the website will be put out in nice. weeks. So it'll be vknja.com. Mm-hmm. Just, just to clarify... It's Viking Ninja, but it's like a, a, a chic, hipster way of saying it. V-K-N-J-A. Yeah, V-K-N-J-A. Viking Ninja. Acronyms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Cool, Thanks man. for coming on, my friend. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you. Cool. You got a bathroom? Uh, no. You I don't? just shit okay. in the backyard. No problem. I like uh, that. Let me, let me I get like your, uh, oh, yeah. your thing first.